up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Monday, April 6th. Here's what you missed while you were trying to figure out how to get access to that free HBO and Epics this week. Have we reached an apex in New York? Well, Governor Cuomo gave his daily update address today, and it's starting to look like we might be at the beginning of a flattened curve. Instead of the up to 110,000 hospital beds that were previously estimated, we now may only need 20,000 total. So there are signs that the curve is flattening, according to Cuomo. The numbers have continued to rise, but the rate of increase has slowed, as has the rate of hospitalizations. What has continued to increase is the rate of discharges, which is also welcome news. But you have to also take into account that this is daily data. You really need multiple days of data to get a better idea of what's happening. And thankfully, at least the last two days seem to give the impression that we're either reaching or have reached the apex or that we have entered a plateau. And if we are plateauing, it would be at a very high level. So now is not the time to be lax. Cuomo said, quote, now is not the time to be playing Frisbee in the park. I want to be frankly more aggressive on the enforcement because all the anecdotal evidence is that people are are violating it at a higher rate than before. If it's not about your life, you don't have the right to risk someone else's. Preach! And while New York City is still the center of the viral outbreak in the U.S., keep in mind New York State has tested more people per capita than any other place on the planet so far. And while you may have heard some horror stories today about plans to temporarily bury the dead in city parks, those are extreme contingency plans and not currently under consideration, according to Mayor de Blasio's office. Meanwhile, the governor of Georgia reopened the beaches because that's what we need right now. If you live in Georgia and you have a hankering for a dip in the Atlantic, just don't. It's that easy. And in breaking news, as we began recording today, CNN reported that UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has now been admitted to the ICU one day after being hospitalized as a preventative measure. Prayers going out across the waters. After lots of scrutiny for deciding to design a brand new ventilator, Tesla unveiled their design today and plans for assembly and production. As one Tesla engineer stated, we want to use parts that we know really well. We know the reliability of and they're available in volume. So they're using parts of the Model 3, including the infotainment screen, computer, and a part used in the suspension system. This should help in speeding up the process of manufacture. Welcome news for an industry desperately in need of some serious help. Evoking warlike times when companies switched their processes to help the effort, we also reported previously on the likes of Dyson, who, quoting The Verge, received an order for 10,000 ventilators from the British government. In the U.S., fellow car manufacturers Ford and General Motors have announced plans to make ventilators and other vital equipment for the medical community. Ford is working with GE's healthcare division to try and make a simplified version of its ventilators, while GM has partnered with Ventec Life Systems to help increase production of its machines. And quote. Tesla is also purchasing already built ventilators and sending those out to hospitals in need. Add to this the news from Apple CEO Tim Cook, who said on a Twitter video posted today that they've now shipped over 
over 20 million masks sourced via their supply chain. And they also announced that they, quote, brought together product packaging and engineering teams to design, produce, and ship face shields for health workers. Our first shipment was delivered to Kaiser Hospital Facilities in Santa Clara Valley this past week, and the feedback from doctors was very positive. These pack flat 100 per box. Each shield is assembled in less than two minutes and is fully adjustable. We're sourcing materials and manufacturing in the U.S. and China. We plan to ship over 1 million by the end of this week and over 1 million per week after that. Welcome news again from the tech industry. Okay, if you didn't catch the news over the weekend or were wondering what I was talking about in the intro, news came out late last Friday that HBO is going to be offering over 500 hours of programming with no subscription or sign-up required. Promoting under the hashtag of stay at home box office, these shows will be, quote, served up without any ads, including every episode of nine HBO series, The Sopranos, Veep, Succession, Six Feet Under, The Wire, Ballers, Barry, Silicon Valley, and True Blood. These are all freaking great, by the way. Also available to watch without an HBO subscription are 20 movies from corporate sibling Warner Brothers and 10 HBO documentaries and docu-series. Unfortunately for those outside of the U.S., the basket of free-to-stream HBO content is available only in the U.S. HBO has not said how long it will offer the free content, except that it will be for a limited time. HBO isn't giving away everything for free, of course. Several of its most popular shows remain behind the paywall, including Game of Thrones, Westworld, Big Little Lies, Euphoria, and Chernobyl, end quote. I'm sure they're just trying to get you hyped before they launch their HBO Max streaming service next month, but again, I'm very happy for this. You can catch these shows via the HBO Go app, the HBO Now app, the HBO website, and on Roku, you can use the Roku channel app. And if you use an Apple TV or one of the other devices with access to the Apple TV app, we also found out that you can get access to the Epics channel or Epix channel. I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce that, uh, but you can get access for that for free until May 2nd via the Apple TV channels. You won't have to sign up for a trial or risk racking up charges later. Viva la entertainment. If you drive a car, Allstate and American Family Insurance have started processing refunds to their car insurance members. Since most drivers aren't using their car as much anymore due to the shelter-at-home policies, Allstate, who also owns insurance, said most customers can expect a 15% refund in April and May. American Family Insurance is returning $50 per vehicle. Quoting Fox News, it is real dollars we expected to pay out this year and no longer have to pay out, American Family COO Talisa Yancey told the Wall Street. Street Journal. We're sharing it back right now when our customers probably most need it. According to the journal, American family customers drove 40% fewer miles in the last three weeks of March, resulting in fewer claims. Allstate estimated the program at $600 million, while American Family said it will return approximately $200 million to its customer base. The two insurers were the first major companies to institute a blanket refund program, while others, including Geico and State Farm, are encouraging customers to contact them to discuss their policies based on their new driving patterns. End quote. Well, now I'm looking at you, progressive. Ball's in your corner, flow. Okay, I love the title of this New York Post article. 104-year-old Italian woman just kicked coronavirus's ass. 
That's right. A 104-year-old Ada Zanuso tested positive for the vid in March while living in a nursing home in Biela. 20 residents have already passed away, but Zanuso, she's a champ. Not only did she beat the vid, she also beat the Spanish flu back in 1918. No lie. Quoting the Post, her doctor... Carla Furno Marchesi told the UK paper that Zanuso lost none of her lucidity and intelligence, fighting the disease that left her vomiting, feverish, and struggling to breathe. She is up and about and not lying in bed, and she can walk to her chair, Marchesi said. Her recovery is a great joy for us and a sign of good hope for all that are suffering in these difficult days, the doctor replied. She's so corsisho in the photo on this article. I encourage you to check it out or look at the podcast artwork right now. And while she is the oldest to have beaten the Rona, she also joins a couple of other century belters, two 103-year-old women and an Oregon World War II vet who beat it right in time to celebrate his 104th birthday. So we've got some hope, folks. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. So what did you end up doing this weekend? Hopefully you got to do something fun. I spent most of it uh, FaceTiming and WebExing, no Zoom conference over here, but spending that with my friends and family uh, and uh, being able to just learn about each other a little bit more. My sister-in-law even created this cool little trivia game where I've now learned a lot of new things from a lot of my friends and family there. So uh, good times all around. Hopefully you were able to enjoy it with yours and you're not going wild yet. As always, remember to stay focused, proud, dedicated, wash those hands, stay in the house, wear your masks if you leave. But just remember, I got you with the news.